This is BYBW, the sports gambling podcast that is never afraid to break out the y'all broke as fuck card. We won't hesitate, uh, particularly because we got two just red hot pickers uh, against the spread, particularly when it comes to our big rubber. Ray, man, why do you call it the big rubber? Because, Joe, we're all too well here. And unlike in Taylor Swift's song, we aren't red. We are green, green, green. And the two is the number two because we are going back to the well here. And we are reaffirming our fingerprints on Howard's Rock. I realize it's a road game. But we're taking Clemson minus 11 out of Carolina. And I am more than happy to give you my unedited 10-minute version of this pick later. Please if don't. You want. N- do fuck not. the patriarchy. Lock of the week. Rain money, baby. Let's go. Yeah, nothing says fuck the patriarchy like betting on a Clemson game. Uh, I was that. Did you say reaffirm your hands to the rock? Yeah, we're reaffirming our fingerprint. We're gonna put it in the exact. We're gonna smudge in the same place. All right, we're gonna need to check with the copy editor on that one. On the other podcast, Capper, <laughs> uh, um, nine and three in the Big Rubber this season. You've been rocking it all year and really hot in the Big Rubber. Who who is your final regular season Big Rubber pick? I've kind of shied away from this team, but they finally got into a spot where you can bet them comfortably, um, unemotionally. Pittsburgh minus thirteen and a half at Syracuse. It's a fucking route. That seems fine. New, I love it. Sure. I, I don't know though. You got All people. Too well. That that dome though. People disappear. People lives have been lost. <laughs> it vanished. Listen, man, it's the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd, like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch BYBW. Check your game up. Stop being a slapdick. Make today a great day. All right, this is BYBW. Follow us on Instagram at BYBW Podcast. Uh, you can email us BYBWpodcast at gmail.com if you want to uh, be our king of the hill. I don't think we have a king of the hill this week. I got it. The hill has been heavily burned fortified. They've, hill uh, too high. But uh, if anyone's up to the challenge, by all means, uh, king of the bill, rough, rough go uh, in the crazy UTSA UAB game, but UAB covered the four and a half. Uh, we're going to start things off this week with uh, one of, of course, our, our favorite segments. That is our celebrity cameo segment where one of us goes on cameo. We seek out a celebrity to give us a college football pick. Uh, there have been many, many that have come through, but I've decided to do something a little unusual. I've gone back to the well, back to Agrava for no. <laughs> another, another pick from the soothsayer himself. The one and only Jonathan Freeman, the voice of 1992 classic Aladdin, Jafar. Salam and good evening to you, BYBW. <laughs> this is Jafar, <laughs> Grand Vizier and roving prognosticator extraordinaire. I have reluctantly returned to Grace Capper and Rainman's BYBW <laughs> with another golden pick from Agrabah and the game. Of course. Well, the villain cannot resist. This slender soothsayer has divined a Buckeye victory at the big house. 
Jim cannot <laughs> wish his way into a win against Ohio. Could this mean the end of blue maize and khaki? I cannot give away all the future. And so until next time. <laughs> Good luck, Ohio and Michigan. <laughs> I, love, I, lo- I love this fucking guy. <laughs> He's the best guy. You gotta do it. I gotta give a shot. Is the Jonathan Freeman yeah. on cameo? Because it's a steal. It's a steal every time. <laughs> we we uh, have to figure a way to figure out a way to stop paying that guy because we need him as a weekly <laughs> guest. We need uh yeah, we need to give him points. Uh whatever you need, Jonathan. He can take all the points, Jonathan. He can have he can have fifty percent of our podcast. We need uh, right now. Uh, Jafar, oh fuck! You just take the whole thing, man. Uh, so that was a real treat, as always. Uh, he picked the game. He uh, took Ohio State. He he, he thinks it might be a, a rough go for Khaki Jim. We're gonna probably cover that a little later. But uh, first, it is worth acknowledging. Uh, if you're listening to this right now, you might be in transit on the way to a loved one's house. It is Thanksgiving, and. In honor of Thanksgiving, we thought it was only right to bring back uh, something that can certainly be considered a segment of ours, which is the Take Quake Thanksgiving edition. And uh, I think we're just going to roll right into it. Um, The second plate is the true joy of Thanksgiving. Uh, you tried everything, you know what the really good things are, you can go back to the things that really worked, but also that extra thing that didn't quite fit, another little surprise for you, maybe a little silver dessert. The second plate, it's, it's go time. Speaking of plates, the classic Thanksgiving food plate has similar issues to the cuisine of Great Britain, which shouldn't be a surprise when you think about it. So stop making fun of English food, or start making fun of Thanksgiving food. Your choice. What the fuck are you talking about? Think about it. No. Do not ask me to be in your turkey trot or your 5K. I will break <laughs> up with you or divorce you on the spot. <laughs> Signed off. Uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a fantastic Thanksgiving movie, but the best Thanksgiving movie of all time is Son-in-Law starring Polly Shore. Like, for real, it's the same food the pilgrims were eating from the 18th century. The goddamn pilgrims. You're going to look me in the eye and tell me those people are at the top of the culinary world? You put a Panda Express orange chicken plate on the Thanksgiving table, and the pilgrims will tell you it's better than what we're eating right now, and we're taking the future time for granted. You're calling for a taste test with the pilgrims? Orange chicken versus turkey? Right now. Call them That's bold. That's bold. Um, they recommended to cut costs this Thanksgiving to cut the turkey out, and... Frankly, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I like that. Uh, you can really bond as a family over just continuously roasting Jerry Jones during Thanksgiving football games. He looks like a lukewarm soup dumpling, and we can all make fun of that and really bond, come together as a country. Speaking of family, King Richard was just okay, but your parents will pretend to love it in front of you. <laughs> I, I am personally okay with not watching football while you eat. But do not make me watch plays that have already happened after we finished eating. Oh, yes. Cong- yes. Uh, <laughs> more, more of an open question. Uh, are we eating breakfast on Thanksgiving? What's the play? What's the? Are we eating breakfast on Thanksgiving? No. no. It's like a light cinnamon roll. A light, a light cinnamon, cinnamon roll. <laughs> a light cinnamon roll. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, that tells a whole story, doesn't it? Um, stu- um, no, no, no. You have to get the gut working. If you don't get the yeah. gut working by the time you eat lunch, you're, you're in a world a of trouble. No, nah, man, a light cinnamon roll. That's a good brand. Uh, stuffing should be a side at every fast food restaurant in America, period. If it was not for Thanksgiving, America would start celebrating Christmas right after Halloween. <laughs> That's, yeah, okay. Um, I prefer drinking before you even start eating Thanksgiving. That's it. Yeah. Where does That's that not apply, Capper? Just That's like, the take. Um, now that we're, <laughs> no now that we're moving past, start. now that we are like sort of moving past COVID I th- and renormalizing things, this Thanksgiving that you're back with your loved ones, I think you got to really let them have it. Argue more than ever. I hope you have a huge shouting match this year, folks. I was going to go the opposite way. So when my parents ask me what I'm thankful for this year, I'm going to say realizing it's okay to have three drinks on a Tuesday night has helped me deal with my existential dread. And then we'll just see what happens. Um, <laughs> which Marvel movie are we watching, yet. boys? Which Marvel movie are we watching, boys? Shang-Chi, dog. You seen it? <sighs> seen it. Loved it. Loved it. Watched good it family flick, though. Good family flick. I can't flick. answer Wholesome. this question in good faith. Uh, I think that's the end of the quake take. Uh, congrats. Thanks, guys. Uh, stellar effort, as always. Um, happy Thanksgiving to you all. And now uh, the real treat for you, uh, the the pumpkin, pecan, whatever other pie. If it's your family's favorite thing, we've talked about this, but I don't give a shit. It's, it's probably just as good as anyone else's. Uh, but we have our picks against the spread right now. The picks that matter. Two pickers on fire the last few weeks, and we got the weekly. I don't know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right one. Winners, 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 winners. I feel 10 feet tall right now. The weekly. As strong as an ox. All right. This is the weekly. These are the picks that count, the picks that matter, the picks that make you money. Um, and, and I got to say, it's been quite a run we recently for for both of our pickers been white hot against the spread uh capper 28 and 20 on the season uh of course super impressive rainman 26 and 21 after a slow start sort of on the come up uh sort of coming for <laughs> me, says coming for I'm, me, but, says. I'm coming hard i get like three texts a day coming for you it's uh that's, I don't even know what it means. At Coming some point, you. that's just a threat. Uh, <laughs> I think. But you guys are clearly, you you picked it up at Wazooie Gone. So theoretically, this could be your strongest week of the year. It is the last regular season week of the, of the year. Um, and I think we'll start with, uh, let's start with Capper here, uh, the leader on the season. Um, you like... And this is a game, like I said, my only fear is the weirdness of the away stadium. You like Pitt minus 13.5 at Syracuse. Um, what's Pitt, your read here? Pitt is just so much better than Syracuse. Yeah. Um, and you start out, you look at where the, the um, line opened. It's 11.5. It's jumped to 13.5. You're still under two touchdowns. You're great. You're feeling really good about that. Um, you go to all the metrics. Pittsburgh is a top 30 team in defense, offensive efficiency. Um, Kenny Pickett has been incredible. Still potentially looking at us in an invite to New York City um, for the Heisman ceremony. 
And Pittsburgh still has a very good chance of winning an ACC championship, which um, coming into this season, I don't know that um, that was, you know, a possibility for these guys. Um, really experienced offensive line, um, really experienced defense, put pressure on the quarterback, score a ton of points very quickly. Um, Kenny Pickett at the helm of that. Pat Narduzzi, I'm not going to say anything nice about him, but um, <laughs> I think 13 and a half is really easy for this team to cover against a Syracuse team that has just been bad, bad all year long, down on their luck, like no success against a bunch of really good teams um, in the mid 70s, uh, efficiency wise, I, offensively, I like defensively. I think they're really like just a bad football team um, with not much to play for, and Pittsburgh has everything on the line here. Syracuse has been outscored 82 to 20 in the last two weeks compared to Pittsburgh. They're being out earned in total yardage by 170 yards a game on average. And that's where I, you get your spread. Pitt's got more to play for. I think it's worth acknowledging at least the one Syracuse's the barring the last two weeks where they've gotten crushed. They've been a relatively st- stingy team. They played a lot. They played Clemson close. They played Wake close. Um, and I think, and also Schrader and Sean Tucker, um, for Syracuse, that's a lot of rushing yards. Sean Tucker is pretty sick. He has, a he's only a freshman. He's great. Over 1400 yards and 12 TDs as a freshman. Also, he sends out really earnest tweets, like critiquing his own performance. Uh, Syracuse is also yes. playing for Syracuse a actually game. 230 yards on the ground per game out earning their passing attack at 147 that's their big weakness those running back that running game is very amazing offense otherwise terrible yeah I guess all that being said they have been run over both by NC State Louisville the past couple of weeks that that I it's just worth bringing up that's the only thing that gives me pause they're kind of a stingy team playing for a bowl game I don't know yeah, one-dimensional team against Pittsburgh's D-line. Good luck. I'll, I'll uh, take it here. I'm I'm rolling with you, Cap. Rainman on the that. other. Rainman on the other end. You uh, okay? How many weeks in a row is this? You rolling on Clemson? Now? I bet on Clemson now three weeks in a row. Four of the last five. This will be the second rubber in a row. Tends uh, to be all too well. And this is at a surprising South Carolina team. Uh, no, not surprising. Of, They've beaten really bad teams. In terms of their record, though, if you said if you said Florida in disarray, season, Auburn terrible. If they're certainly but, in a state of array, but if you said before the season they'd be at six and five in this spot, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised. I thought they'd be worse than that. Joe, 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 Joe. Weekly reminder: It that was a you good season for South Carolina, and the rest of the Joes, and the rest of the ESPN commuting wor- consuming world is underrating Clemson. 72% of betters are in South Carolina. So I'm not surprised you're saying that. But I do have a question for you. Yeah. In S&P Plus, where do you think Clemson ranks? 17. Don't look it up. No. Eight. They rank eight overall with the it's number four defense. I don't know how many times I need to say this. Clemson is a very good football team, and that's why we're continuing to make money with them down the stretch because you can throw away their early – their early results because they have a new running game. Their defense is very good. And, yeah, 
they gave up a few games, but it, you can't take that over against the talent that they have and the body of the work they have going on. Clemson held Wake to 27, which really impressed me. The lowest score of the season, 35 is their next lowest for Wake. So Clemson's showing up there. TJU's been terrible. I know you're going to say that, so I'm going to get ahead of it. But he is at least eight times better than Luke Doty and Jason Brown. He'll be quarterbacking for the Gamecocks. Real coach Jimmy. Will Shipley and Kobe Pace really coming of late, that running game for Clemson. They're going to run all over South Carolina. So Clemson ranks eight. Capper, where do you think South Carolina ranks? Um, 97th. They're very bad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 97th out of 120 would be terrible. They're 71st, but with the 88th ranked offense. Close. The 88th ranked offense going against the number four defense. Good luck. South Carolina's not going to be able to score. It is a rivalry Matchup game. Matchup game. On the road. It is a rivalry game, but Clemson also has every reason to win this one. So, are they playing? Everyone's counting the them out. That's a motivation. That's how you get Clemson motivated. What's the deal with the ACC championship right now? Who's it going to be? Uh, so, if Clemson's going to be in it, then Wake and NC Wake State need to lose. to lose. Wake could lose to UNC, and NC State is playing. Oh no, NC State's playing UNC. NC State plays UNC. Yeah. NC State plays UNC. So if NC State loses, then Clemson thinks they actually they have tiebreak over Wake because they just beat them. It would suck if Wake didn't make it in. They've had a hell of a year and they're fun to watch. But I don't think Wake's going. It's going to be Clemson or NC State. Damn. No. No. Charmin defense. No. Let's. No. You think it's going to be Wake? I know it's going to be Wake. Okay, because that's his next pick. <laughs> Is that a good segue? Yeah, that was That's like a great it, it, segue. Was, it was a little bit dramatic, but I'll allow it. Wow, that you, was a you lot. Have, that was like you a have, theater acting. You now. have Wake minus four and a half at, uh, you know, a BC squad. They got Eurovich. It's BC. Yeah, give me BC back. all day. Oh, that's why I was counting them out. Yep. Boston College stinks. <laughs> you don't even mean that. They're horrific. You don't mean that. Yeah, 74th, you this. What, 74th you, ranked team. You say this out of every yeah, without their starting quarterback, so throw that, throw that stat out. Which is fine. doesn't matter. It does matter. Remember does Wake came back and they won? Does Wake have their starting quarterback? Sam Hartman, Heisman Trophy candidate? How'd that do against Clemson? They do. Uh, well, that's, uh, that's actually a very good vaunted defense in Clemson um, that Boston College will not have any chance of throwing out there on the field against Sam Hartman, who is electric, Wake Forest, top five defense, or top five offense in the country, FEI, F+, every single metric, has everything to play for this weekend in clinching an ACC Coastal Championship, playing in the ACC Championship next weekend. Um, there, like, There's nothing here. Like After last weekend when they got embarrassed, like there's nothing here that's like, going to stop Wake from achieving this like miracle I can tell you season. Right now, Boston College is one of the best passing defenses in the ACC, only allowing 167 yards a game. That's very, very strong. Sam and Hartman's Sam Hartman's chew very up. good, but that offense got figured out last week. Sam Hartman's going to chew him up. Um, we have got 42% of bets on Wake Forest this weekend, um, so in a very good spot on the road with a team. Um, you're not on the public side here. You're... Really, just like Wake Boston College, pretty bad overall. Fifty-eight forty-two is basically in line with the big. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of like it though. You like it though. No, I, I I would definitely take Boston College in this spot. 
I think I Wake guess. rolls them. How good? This is unrelated, but like, how good is Florida State? They won that game last week at BC. Decent, decent, actually. I think yeah. they're decent. I think they're decent. And they're coming into form. They're playing hard. It, Florida Austin, State has similar vibes to Nebraska in the sense that they haven't quit on the team surprisingly. Yeah, and another team I and another team I haven't said anything negative about all year. Boston um, College seventy sixth <laughs> offensively in F plus. Right, but 65th you, you can't just look at their season. How about defensively? You know, How about defensively? It's not fair. Uh, fine, defensively. It's not fair 65th to look at their defensively matters. in F+. Plus, and they're going against Sam Hartman, who has been electric all season long. They right. can't hang. Yeah, they Sam can't Hartman's hang. the one true Heisman. I agree with they that. They can't hang. I'll be the first person to say that. I just think, who is just it? Don't on? count Grossell numbers Who's against BC's running what, back. Is it Davinovich? Is it Yarbo? I, I feel like they have a good running back who might be able to just shred Wake on the ground. Yeah, Garbo the third. Garbo, they yeah. won't. They uh, won't be able to. Okay. Well, so it is. It is written. Um, let's go, uh, so Rain Man. You got. Let you have one of like. Let's do not the game of the week, but one of the games of the week you got, which is. Ooh, this was. I, I kind of like this too. You got like Oklahoma plus four at Oklahoma State. Um, bedlam. Sometimes it's too easy, folks. Huge bedlam game. Yeah, I mean similar now similar analysis to Clemson. People overreacted to OU's loss. People want OU to be bad, but they're not bad. Capper, reminder from last week: How many times does OU drop a game every year? OU was last horseshit decade. last weekend. I'm not going to talk about it. Did they cover? <laughs> dude, they covered because they Did had they a, cover they had a they fumble undefeated in the last bounce decade? off a dude's knee. Two questions. Like, propelled 27 yards down the field. That was hilarious. And, like, scooped up by that a was, lineman. That was when yeah, I knew I was fucking cooked. It also wasn't like Iowa State was close in that game anyways. Caleb so Williams. No, 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 no. Caleb Williams was dog shit last weekend. He's horseshit. He bad through the air, great through the ground. You see that 78-yard no. run? No. No. I saw it. I saw it on ESPN Sports Center Top Ten. He certainly all the passes no. he was completing against Texas aren't being completed right now. Um, was he nine nine of thirty seven on the in the so air for that's what you got two yards. That's what you have to answer for here, Rayman, because it's been clear that Man, when you have when you have a good defensive when you have a good defensive system, people teams are playing well against Caleb Williams. Having against Baylor happen inside of State didn't right. play and well. OSU, Oklahoma State's the best. They are really good. Great defense. Best of the Big Twelve. Best of the Big Twelve. One of the best uh, but in the OU still ranked ten. OSU ranked sixteen, six in defense, but ranked sixteen. So they are ranked behind Oklahoma in the metrics and S and P plus. Uh, I thought Caleb Williams actually played fine last week. I think a week after getting bench. Getting that win is a big win. It's sort of similar vibes when Rattler got benched and then came back and did well. But the, the reason why I think it's going to win here is OSU's offense is surprisingly weak given the stature of their team because of that elite defense. Uh, so if you expect Oklahoma to get into the mid-20s, which would be low for them, so say 24, 27, something like that, then in order for Oklahoma State to cover this, they're going to have to get to 31 or 28. And against Oklahoma's decent defense with that terrible offense, that's, that's a tough ask. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. It's bedlam. Yep. So the plus four is key here because you're getting that field goal. But if you look at the betting trends, this is something that really surprised me. So Sooners are four and two against the spread in their last six games. Fine. They're five and one against the spread and six and oh straight up against the Cowboys in their last six games playing each other. The Cowboys are a crazy nine and oh in their last nine games against the spread this season. So they're due for a loss. 
But if you go back, they're one and eight straight up in their last nine home games against the Sooners. That's crazy. Oklahoma has their number. They have their name. Cowboys, they'll run out of luck this week. Oklahoma wins this one outright, so you don't even need the plus four. Take the money line. Uh, this one's so obvious. I think this, OU, this is one every of those year spots. wins is... the Big 12. They need to win this game to get to the Big 12 championship, so they're going to win it and then win the Big 12 championship. This is Georgia football, if not now, win. And they proved now. Who's proved now? Oklahoma State? Oklahoma State. This is their so chance. I don't even like think Georgia's they, proved now can, yet. Georgia still has to prove now. If, Georgia still if, has to um, prove now for If the Oklahoma State can't beat OU this year when they're down, their offense is in shambles, um, their defense is like fine. Their defense is enough. Their defense um, is fine. If not I now, then uh, Gundy is... I agree with your if statement, but an if statement doesn't mean it's true. True, for sure. So, like, yeah, if Oklahoma State does not win this year at home against OU, They'll never they will win. never do it. They'll never do it. I agree. We are, we're in agreement. Uh, the total the total gives me pause here because it's under 50. Uh, right, that's why you love the a, four. No, I think, I think that's why you like Oklahoma State, actually, um, because their Explain. defense has proved it all season long. Uh, very veteran front. Uh, puts pressure on the quarterback. Caleb Williams, freshman quarterback, who has really shown some struggles throughout his, what, last five, four or five games. He's shown some flashes, um, too. Yeah, he's, he's shown enough, but not through the air. Um, and, and I think you look at a team like Oklahoma State that like is a very veteran team, uh, offensively, defensively. They have the running back. They have a quarterback. I think this is, I think this is the spot for them. Like, I, think, I think that line... Uh, when when four? it comes out as four four and a half like four that tells you that tells you like you want like Vegas wants you to be on Oklahoma this weekend and I don't know it's it, a fifty fifty it bet gives game. you pause uh, yeah uh let's go to uh, the next game on the slate which is coming coming at us from a higher dimension I know that's your reasoning and uh, that's it here. that's all it's there about is to a higher it. power. Nebraska plus one and a half versus yes! Iowa. Oh, I love this pick so much. Uh, Capper, you want to give us, for the backstory, for people who haven't heard yet, you want to give us the backstory here? Well, frankly, um, to start out, I think Iowa is very average. Um, very average offensively, which I think plays into Nebraska's strength here. Great defensive line. Puts a ton of pressure on the quarterback at home this weekend uh, in front of a rowdy crowd for senior day. Like this is this is the spot for Scott Frost. Like this is um, everything he's been working towards. He has not gotten his team across the finish line yet. Uh, a ton of games that have been very close. A ton of games where they've been in a puncher's chance in the fourth quarter and they haven't closed. And like this to me, this line, everything about it screams you have to be on Nebraska this weekend because Iowa is just a very like. Very fine, like there's nothing special about Iowa here. Um, I think this is the spot for Nebraska. Um, and then I, you do all that research into Nebraska. Adrian Martinez, he's on his 12th season. He's trying to win. He's uh, he's, he's not playing. He's trying to win. The rest of the team's good. He's, he's trying playing. to win his 17th game. Thank God, he's not playing. He's literally it doesn't not even playing. matter. He's literally not playing. No, that that helps the team. Yeah. 
I he's think. Not? Yeah, he's Cap. Top. How many times we have to do this every? It doesn't every really week. Matter. Your only losses are good. Of a, just don't know it's the a bit report. of a mirror moment uh, for you there, Cap. It doesn't I gotta matter. say the one. It's thing the right. That, that's why the Lions moved four and a half points. Capper, I don't know. Nebraska why. started as the favorite in this game. Capper, it's I don't because Adrian which you love to see. Capper, I don't know why you've been overlooking the most obvious reasoning here, which is the passing of Milton Andrew Munson, who in his obituary wrote that the Huskers may not have sent him into the afterlife with a victory, but at least they didn't lose. And sometimes that's the best you can hope for. He said in his obituary in lieu of flowers, please place an irresponsibly large wager on Nebraska beating Iowa, which I could only Hand assume up, I will. Was I had, I had a out of up. respect for Milton. Um, and so you go to the window this weekend for Melton. That's all there yeah. is to it. We um, go to the weekend. It's a, the it's a very quality Nebraska football team that has not closed games this year. Um, this one's for top our fifteen boy, defense. Our boy Milt NF plus best three win team of all time. Milt dog. <laughs> top. That's actually oh, true. Their eleventh ranked defense Milt in FBI, Hunter. which is insane for a three win team. Going into the last weekend of the season, um, Nebraska is really good, and they're, I think they give. They're very good. I Best think they give an now, Iowa easily. team that has not had an offensive identity in the last um, ten games plus fits this weekend, especially at home with everything on the line. Like they, like this is it. This is it for them. Like they, they have no bowl game. They have nothing to look forward to. Like this is their shot here to prove that like. This is like this. Yep. Everything that Scott Frost has worked towards up to now is working, and you can Let's go into the off season with a little momentum, a little recruiting momentum. You can go into the off season and say, you know what, like they have a good I know class it didn't up turn too, out class. the way we wanted to. We didn't make a bowl, we didn't win a bowl, but we played really well against certain opponents. Uh, there were a ton of games out there that like we could have won, that we should have won. Um, this is the one where they put their stamp on it and I, they say, you know what, like Nebraska football, we're shitty, but like, we're going to win six, seven games a year. Hey, and the, that, then they carry him off on his, on their shoulders and he just, <laughs> that was a jab. That was a jab. Yeah, I, uh, jab. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. No, I'll I know some jabs in a second. I don't, I don't disagree. <laughs> Let's go to, uh, rain man's next one on the slate. Um, this is uh oh man, you got Penn State minus one at a Michigan State team that could theoretically be broken slash was murdered last week. They might be literally dead. Yeah, so Penn State we all know is good. Capper said this many times. Great defense. James Franklin, he's back, baby. You guys are correct. He's back. James Franklin, ten year like contract. We all predicted. Currently ranked twelve in S and P plus. Capper, what is Michigan State ranked? Michigan State has been horseshit uh, defense. What are they ranked? I don't even know. I don't need to look it up. They, I just they're, know they're ranked bad. 34. Forget the college football playoff rankings. They're ranked 34 behind the best three-win team in the country, Nebraska, at 33. That's wild. That's not a coincidence here. Uh, the better team's going to win this one. Penn State's fifth-ranked defense. So, yeah, they're good, and it's exactly what we saw against Ohio State. They're going to be able to shut down Kenneth Walker the third because they don't leave a lot of yards on the ground, and Michigan State's passing attack is just not going to be able to get it done. They're going to fall behind, and they're not going to be able to catch up. We've seen this playbook before. We saw what happened against Ohio State, 
and <laughs> that thin, 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 thin excuse for a passing defense. You don't think Sean Clifford's going to be able to exploit that? He's way better than MSU's quarterback, which is the biggest fraudulent team in the country. They're giving up 463 yards a game. Oh, my God. Michigan yeah. State's sneaky, terrible. Is that bad? They're frauds. They, yeah. I don't They're think good. anyone's going to question that. They're not. They're they quality. They're a quality football team that plays really hard, but they have. They try their best. They well. They've outplayed what they've done on the field. Like they, they've won games they shouldn't have. Right. Um, their expectations Agreed. are probably like a seven, seven and five, seven and four team right now. That's probably about um, right. Yeah. Going into this game, and you know they won the Michigan game, which they probably shouldn't have won. They won, have won the Nebraska, Nebraska game, game, which they shouldn't have won. Um, I, I, Indiana, they beat by five. That, They've like, had close calls. Yeah, and Indiana's terrible. It's a team that's had a ton of close calls um, that, you know what, like is way ahead of schedule. And I know everyone wants to talk about Mel Tucker's contract, but like they weren't supposed to be 9-2 and two right now going into the last week of the season, so... I, I guess like relative to this game though, like they're I th- they're not nine they're not a nine and two team. Well, relative overall. to the relative to this game, I guess it's a matter of maybe Penn State comes out a little more fired up because they are at home. James Franklin just reaffirmed his commitment to the program. They're all I'm sure they're all Michigan State's at home. Oh, it is Michigan State at home. Otherwise, Penn State would be favored by five and a half. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know what? This game sucks. Uh, let's go to <laughs> the last game on Capper Slate, which is a game I'm looking forward to, and I will be on the other side of. Don't do that. Uh, you know I will be because you got Oregon minus seven, and I love the. Beeps. I like that pick, but you're a coward for not taking my other game. I think it's actually I think it's actually up to seven and a half, which makes me like it even more. Riddle me that. You didn't want the hook. Seven and a half. You don't want that hook um, at all. 30% of bets on Oregon at home this weekend after a crushing loss to Utah um, that ended their BCS college football playoff semifinal hopes. They're done. They have nothing to play for, right? Well, they still have a Pac-12 championship to play for. Uh, still a very talented team defensively, offensively. Um, Utah was really, really good coming into that game last weekend. Uh, proved it. Obviously, we're in the altitude of Salt Lake City. Dominated them, which we called here on the pod. Yep. But um, Oregon is spectacular. Like they're a very talented, like athletic. I, spectacular team. is maybe pushing it after last week, buddy. Um, <laughs> well, I think I think we saw their deficiencies, which I don't think Oregon State can exploit. Um, their quarterback Anthony Brown is not a passer, and if you put him passing downs, like he's going to falter. Um, Oregon State cannot do that; they cannot stop the run. So Oregon will be able to bully them with the offensive line, push the rock down the field, score touchdowns, and then like just exert their will defensively. Like th- this is like a simple uh, recipe for success for Oregon this weekend. Going into the Pac-12 championship next weekend, scheme pick. Um, it's just too I, many. It's just, I just like, too many points. I really don't think Oregon State is good enough to hang with Oregon for more than like a quarter and a half. 
I think it's just too you're it's too many points. Joe loves the beeves. I love the beeves, but it's just like even from like a basic. I I really like Oregon State too. I think they're really. They're, I just think that they're kind of. I just think it's a rivalry game, and I think both to the teams are closer than you think. Even like their point differentials are essentially the same on the season. It's like Oregon State three sixty four four two seventy three against Oregon three sixty four two sixty four against. They are like very similar in that sense. Oregon State's very well coached, and they're playing for an opportunity, I think, to make it to that Pac-12 championship Yeah, if Oregon game. State wins, I think they're in it in the yeah. Pac-12 North. No, so, no, that's true, for sure. It's just Oregon has been so fallible, it feels like. They just, like, and they finally got caught, and I wonder now that they finally got caught, if they're, how do you, how do you react to that? Do you bounce back? Do you bounce back strong or very plausibly? Does Mario Cristobal, is he taking some calls? uh from different schools right now if that miami job comes open he's not going to miami over oregon it's usc or nothing i don't know i don't think anyone wants cristobal i guess like what i'm saying is like oregon you can say they're still playing for pac-12 championship but clearly they just took a huge got punch they got embarrassed in Oregon State, they're playing for a ton more. Like, they hadn't been to a bowl in several years, and they can make it all the way to the Commerce Championship. I don't know. I love the Beavs. I just think they got Moxie. I love Jonathan Smith. Joe loves the Beavs. Give me Oregon here. <laughs> well, I think that's the best part about it. It's like Oregon State has a ton of momentum. Um, they have a ton to play for this weekend. And then you're looking at a line like seven and a half, where you would think, based off of record, based off of concert conference record that like these two teams are pretty evenly matched on the field it's not it's not the case Oregon is way more athletic way more physical uh way more talented every single position Oregon State's running back Baylor run all over him let's go I think we'll see we'll see we'll be we'll be head to head and honestly Capper you're doing better on the year than I am so take it for what's worth uh Rain Man your final pick is let's just get to it. It's the game, and you're going head to head with Jafar, who who once mm-hmm. again Jafar was right last time we went head to head. Was he, you're taking Michigan covering eight and a half against Ohio State. Yeah, poll your friends, poll your family, poll anyone you know. They all think Ohio State is going to roll and cover this game. They want to give more points. We tested this. You saw it. And that's why I'm on Michigan. Because Michigan, this is exactly where I pounce. It's like when I pounce against Clemson. We have a staggering 81% of betters on Ohio State in the highest profile game, the college game day game of the day. That's insane. Michigan's the fourth best team in the country by the metrics. Very good defense. At home in the big house for this game. Uh, I think it's going to be close. Michigan looked good last week, too. Cade McNamara had another solid game. Michigan's D held Maryland to three at halftime. Capper might be dying right now because the pick is that hot. Michigan plus eight and a half versus Ohio State. It's obvious. Uh, Michigan's holding opponents to 178 yards passing a game. That's good enough for fifth in the Power Five. Also fifth in the Power Five for points allowed at 16.3. This team is good, and all because Ohio State looks really, really good. Doesn't mean Michigan's not. They're at home in a rivalry week game. Toss out those records. This one's going to be fun. God, it would I, be kind of sick. I Capper. love this pick. Um, when, yeah, I know you're when, a coward for not taking it because an old school capper would have taken this pick. When, when you're looking at this game Saturday afternoon and uh, Ohio State has run up 49 points in the first half against Michigan State, and you're thinking like, well, we've got the game next weekend. It's Thanksgiving. We've got the game. 
what's that line going to look like? You're thinking 13, 13 and a half, 14? Yeah, 13 and, and a half. And it opens up at 7 and a half. Nightmare. That's it? Yeah, I, I'm that's, actually that's not the kiss of death. It's that's a kiss of death right now, for Ohio State. I expect it to nine. It's going to get to nine or nine and a half on Saturday. Which is fine. Easy. It doesn't really matter because Michigan's going to keep it within a touchdown. I'm going to sprinkle money line. Interesting. Um, the smell of what if is in the air. I, I don't think Michigan wins this game, but. I don't think so either, but um, I'm going to take a shot. I'm taking a stab. I'm taking the points and taking a stab. McNamara has been very good. Um, and, and like. Ohio State exploited that terrible Michigan State secondary. Like Michigan State secondary has been horrible all year long, and like yeah, Ohio State rolled all they like had Maryland. to do was just like bomb, like bomb change them. the laundry. Uh, and they did, and that's they put up forty nine points in the first half, and it was over. Like they like I think they pulled all their starters, every single starter on offense and defense, and just said like you know what, we're fine. Thanks. This is what this is what I'll say for Michigan, which is, I, well, particularly I, I guess like if you look at Ohio State, people are talking yes about the Michigan State and Purdue game, but I'm much more interested in the Penn State and Nebraska game. Those are closer looks to what you're going to be getting on defense, and they made Ohio State look relatively fallible. Like they Ohio State on the road has not been nearly as dominant as Ohio State at home. Look at Nebraska and look at Penn State. If if they're able to they win by ten points. If they're able to run the ball, if they're able to control the clock, then the eight and a half and this like huge, huge rivalry spot looks good. But at the same time, oh man, I'm this is one I just gotta say, I'm not surprised if the final score is something like forty nine seven Ohio State. Uh yeah, it'd be wild. That's yeah. like <laughs> then Harbaugh would actually <laughs> deserve to lose his job. <laughs> But it's it has happen. been. He's done do, enough this year. But it is interesting. Or Michigan wins and makes the college football playoff. But this is how like lopsided the, the rivalry is. To this is how lopsided the rivalry is. Just the fact that we do have this one loss Michigan team, and all year people haven't wanted to believe that they were a playoff viable team because they have to play Ohio State. People have been marking this as an L all year. They know it's been an L. What a huge! This would be. The biggest win in Michigan two decades. Uh, if they could do it. Since yeah. their national championship, I think. Since their national championship. Yeah. So, I don't know. I That's why the eight, I agree. The eight and a, getting the eight and a half, I think it's respecting Ohio State's performance too much in the last two weeks and not acknowledging their difficulties. Not difficulties, but just looking relatively normal against Oregon, against Nebraska's defense. Like, against good teams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. And then uh, I think that is. I mean, Ohio is, State's obviously very good. Beating these teams or losing the, like losing to Oregon. Yeah. But like beating Nebraska by 10 on the road, that's pretty fucking good. But we're that's going. Fun. I can't believe we're all going. We have an all play against the soothsayer again. Goodness gracious. Uh, we're uh, let's let's recap the slates once again. Capper, you go ahead. Uh, got big rubber pit minus 13 and a half at Syracuse, Nebraska plus one and a half versus Iowa wake minus four and a half or at BC, Oregon minus seven and a half versus Oregon state and rain man Clemson minus 11 and a half in South Carolina. You gotta be an idiot to not be on that one. Oklahoma plus four at Oak state, Penn state minus one at MSU, the biggest fraud team in the country <laughs> and Michigan plus eight and a half versus Ohio state. 
Last slay of the year. Make it count, boys. Uh, let's get to these. Let's get to these, get some dubs. Let's get to these squeeze picks. I'm ready for some squeeze picks. Killed his whole motherfucking thing. Shit, if I do. Mm. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! Alright, and now we're back with the squeeze picks. What just wants to squeeze out a little more action this Thanksgiving weekend? Uh, well, I guess the uh, biggest game we failed to cover here was uh, the Iron Bowl, of course. Uh, the Bama is on the road at Auburn, but they are getting 19 and a half points. There is no Bo Nix. Uh, there is no vaccinated Auburn coaches, presumably. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> uh, do you guys have a lean in this one? It was not a good recipe. Reports. Yeah, it's so tough. If Bo Nix were playing, I'd be on Auburn here just because they're at home and magic happens in the Iron Bowl. Uh, but I'm taking this, Bama. Not this year. Um, you got to take Bama this year. 19 and a half. With, Bama's way with, better. 17, Auburn's limping. 17 and a half. Jumped up to 19 and a half really quickly. Uh, Immediately, that yeah. That is a very bad recipe for not success. Do not... Uh, do not. Auburn's Auburn. lost three in a row, and Auburn's they haven't lost to world beaters. <laughs> Auburn's uh, this team is not relevant. The other, uh, the other game on the slate that might be worth talking to, and it's more a happy trails game for Ed Orgeron. It'll probably be uh, they if they win this game, LSU will go to a bowl game. They probably will not. They are facing A and M at home. Uh, and it is A&M is minus six and a half. LSU's played pretty decent defense, at least, down the stretch. Um, I'm curious whether this will be kind of like a grinding game that's decided by a field goal. That line's pretty crazy. It's a yeah, night game 81% in the swamp. 81% of betters are on A&M. Yeah. Night game, uh, night game uh, in the swamp. Edo's last one. They I'm going to tell you right Bama now on the road by six. Don't take the line here unless you're taking the Aggies, which I get because they're the much better team. If you're going to bet LSU, take a money line. So they're going to outrate or they're going to get blown out. But I'm taking LSU money line. Fuck here. that. I'm taking LSU alt line minus minus 18. <laughs> um, I'm going to retire. <laughs> I, I think I think a is the much better team. This one just stinks. It just stinks so hard. Uh, it's super weird, right? Because like, it's it's seemingly an LSU team that has nothing to play for, has had no Except success. It's all Edo's year. last game. It's the Cajuns' last game. Take it. Like, take Edo at the out same time, nobody dump. cares about Edo. It's not like it's a retirement gonna, tour. It's like, yeah, no, but they you just beat ULM, like, you which is not leave. like a cake opponent. Twenty-seven they're gonna, fourteen. They're gonna go to. They're gonna. They're gonna go to fucking uh, one of the worst bowls ever. Once they get their six wins. Get like uh, Shreveport. fucking up. Shreveport, Louisiana, mitts. and they're and they are gonna kill it there. They're gonna win by forty uh, points if they make it there. You know what? I else? think LSU's gonna win. You know what else is gonna kill it this week? My four teamer that's gonna light all of your fucking faces on fire. And this is the week it's gonna hit. We've been circling around it, circling around it. I feel great about it this week because we are we are starting out uh, from the jump. We got Texas minus three. And I love Texas. Oh, no. I love 
Texas minus no. three this week because as soon as as soon no. as as soon as it came out, what the fuck, I was like, man? "What are you doing? This is this is insanity. This is insanity. No. Yes, it it's is. Nonsense. It is stupid. It's nonsense, and I want to be part of it. And I think it's too funny not to bet on. So I'm gonna be part of a revolution, and I'm taking the three points. It's too weird All not right, to so- bet on. So we have a three-team yeah, okay, parlay. Well, Let's go. We the parlay's over. It, it's too weird not to bet on. Next, we got uh, Boise State minus two and a half at San Diego State. Boise State's I been a fan- fantastic down the stretch. Their offense is San Diego State was also on my card. Uh, San Diego State, a good defense, but I like Boise State is just the better team winning this game, laying points on the road even. Uh Next, another yep, that's team. That's why I hate it. Another team. I'm going to lay points on the road for BYU minus seven against USC. BYU's offense is clicking. USC sure. is so desperate to be done playing football. Oh, my God, do they mm-hmm. not want to be playing football anymore, particularly their defense. Uh, just uh, They made Dorian Thompson-Robinson look like fucking Vince that's, yeah. Young. BYU, uh, that's a great pick. Add I that think to that's every right. card. I, Take it out of the parlay. And then uh, my final pick, uh, UAB minus 13.5 at home against UTEP. Uh, both teams are 7-4, and four, but I think it's just two different weight classes here. UAB is coming off a heartbreaking loss against utsa i think uh this is a long trip for utep uh down to birmingham uh i think bill clark's team takes care of business pretty handily in this spot uh covering the 13 and a half easily that's the final four teamer hold your nose while you do it if you need to because but it's happened texas minus three boise state minus two and a half byu plus seven uab minus 13 and a half i'm sorry to, i capper you look disappointed you aren't even upset you look disappointed just drop him a happy Thanksgiving. I don't I don't know what you've watched in Austin the last six weeks that makes you think you should bet on a Texas football. What I is think, it? Uh, like what what is the one thing that you think makes you want to, to bet on them this weekend? Uh I think what you're going to look out for this weekend is I think Keelan Robinson is going to have no. a very big game for the Texas no. Longhorns. Oh, my uh, God. This is awful. Um, unless Deuce Vaughn is dismembered going to the stadium, like he yeah. will rush for that 500 would be a yards, little I think. Extreme. Uh, um, this is the worst Texas football team that I've ever seen in my lifetime. And Capper, that's, that's saying a lot because I'm pretty Capper, old man. You don't even try to have that disgusted tone because there's no way you're more fucking disgusted than I am with myself right now. Like, we got the... Even, um, we got we got the report from the do doctor this, the other day, and and she handed it to me, and it said age thirty three, and I said, "That's not my age." She said, "What year were you born?" I said, "Oh fuck me." <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? What? I thought I was thirty two. Camera's then, going through an existential just, crisis. And then you just wake up one day and you're, pop, thirty three, yep. and the horns suck. Every game, uh, every single week, they suck. There, but you know, can you imagine their motivation to get to five? What points? do you think? Like, what do you think they're playing for this weekend? <laughs> like, I'm very concerned about this pick. I think. Uh, <laughs> what, like, what do you think Kansas they want State's, out of this? It's legitimately just a slip. You bet Indiana last week blind it's against not Minnesota. A slip. Yeah, it, it was stupid. Hit. It was a disgrace. And, and I'll say that same thing to you this weekend. It's a disgrace. 
the giving the points is too great. So those those big for disgraces. I think that's the correct answer. Don't try to blame your disgrace on Capra's disgrace. I fucked up. I got too cute. I fucked up. I don't want you to do that. (laughs) They're gonna hit it's gonna hit. Joe. They're not the pick right now and pick something else. I'm not gonna add Michigan. It's on the slate. Delete it's it. on the slate. We're, We're betting it. Pick. We're betting it. Let's go. Hook them horns, baby. Hook them horns, baby. <laughs> You're We're sick. Back. You're sick. I'm sick. I am fucked up. I am fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hurt me. I'm already dead. <laughs> <laughs>